Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The uh, CDC says three out of every five people now have antibodies from a previous COVID 19. Yes, coronavirus infection. And and the proportion is even higher among children. This is not people who have been vaccinated. This is I mean, they are there. They may have been, but they also were infected. And they said these natural antibodies, somewhere about 58 percent of the population in February compared to about 34 percent in December. So, again, CDC's analysis did not factor in people who had antibodies from uh, from vaccinations. Well, yesterday, the L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva said his department was targeting a L.A. Times journalist in a criminal uh, criminal leak investigation for her reporting on a cover up. Uh, That did not go over well with a lot of people like, you know, all of the media, the press freedom groups, politicians. So he's kind of backing away now. Steve Gregory is on the story, joins us now. And uh, Steve, what's the deal here? Well, um, I think, um, you know, when the sheriff put up not only the photo of Eli Vera and then an arrow pointing to Max Huntsman, the inspector general uh, oversight committee, Oversight Commission, and then an arrow to an L.A. Times reporter, I don't think he realized what he was doing. Um, I think uh, he was trying to, in his words, expose some sort of a conspiracy that um, there was an illegal, um, you know, I guess, seizure of evidence, and then it was released, and uh, the sheriff was trying to illustrate the point that this evidence that was leaked to the inspector general and then leaked to the times was obtained illegally and that's kind of the point he was making but what he didn't realize is he was declaring war against the la times (laughs) and that probably wasn't the best move well the video in question the video that we're talking about is something that i mentioned yesterday it is a video that apparently shows a deputy kneeling on an inmate's head for three minutes in the uh this inmate was about to make an appearance in the san fernando courthouse the inmate in question had punched the deputy repeatedly in the face and then was taken to the ground handcuffed and the deputy put his knee on the inmate's head for three minutes that's the video the allegation was that Villanueva had seen the video and tried to cover it up um so that's and the news conference that he did yesterday was an explanation on his behalf uh and other leadership within the sheriff's department about exactly when they were uh, aware of the video, what they did when they became aware of the video, et cetera. So the, the, uh, he said yesterday that they were going to be looking into charges of conspiracy, burglary, and unauthorized use of a database. And like you said, he pointed to Eli Vera, this uh, retired commander, the sheriff's inspector, General Max Huntsman, and in this case, the LA Times reporter, Aline Chekmedian. So yeah, and what oh, I mean, are they going to do anything about this? I I, I don't understand what they who uh, the L.A. Times. I mean, what are oh. they? What's the expectation? Well, that the, the lawyer for the Times sent a letter to the sheriff and said, you know, this was a veiled threat. And, and then I think Shannon mentioned, uh, you know, the, some of the other local press groups are already outraged and you know, they're already calling the reporter a victim. It's like, you know, 
I just kind of, I got a chuckle out of it because it's like, she's not a victim. The sheriff's department's not going to, even if they do investigate her, if she did everything ethically and legally, she doesn't have anything to worry about. She, she's got so many protections as each reporter does in this country that it's, uh, it's, it's comical. Like who signed off on this? You know what I mean? It just, it's a bad look for the sheriff to make it sound like he's investigating a reporter for doing her job. If you listen, because I sat through the whole thing yesterday, and uh, when I, when Frank Stoltz from KPCC Radio asked the question, and he was prompted to ask the question because he saw the photo of a colleague, and he says, uh, "Sheriff, you know, uh, is the is this LA Times investigator? Or, excuse me, is this LA Times reporter under investigation?" And the sheriff says, well, we're investigating the act. And he says, well, that's not my question. And he kept pushing. And then I think the sheriff was caught. I don't think it, he was totally caught off guard by that line of questioning. He didn't expect that. I think he was just expecting to show the photo. And what he alleges is this sort of connection, this conspiratorial connection. And uh, and then I don't think he expected any kind of pushback in that question because he, he didn't know how to answer it. Was he, and, was he just trying to illustrate perhaps a chain of custody that he thought yeah. maybe where the and video was going? Right, and what he was trying to imply, and, and again, <laughs> you can still imply it, but when you show the photo up there, that's a that's a pretty aggressive move. Uh, but when uh, you know what he was trying to say is that perhaps the reporter also illegally obtained it. Well, here's the thing: we don't really illegally obtain stuff. No. Stuff falls into our lap. I mean, it's not like the reporter went into the jail system and into the surveillance system and got the video herself. In this particular case, she was given the video. So we have a duty and an obligation to expose that stuff, as I've done many times. And, and, and I, so I, that's why I was kind of getting a kick out of the fact that they've, they're portraying her now as a victim, which is which pretty much was expected. It, well, it doesn't make matters worse that she's a woman, a young woman, um, and that, uh, it, you know, what would have been smart if they wanted to kind of lay out that you know, map a somatica of, uh, of how this thing worked, the chain of custody of this information or this leak. Why not just put the L.A. Times logo instead of yeah. her, you know? Yeah, well, it's because, you know, the, the, there's been this tit for tat between this reporter and the sheriff's department since uh, that reporter took over that beat. Um, and there was also, you know, an issue with the former beat reporter who happened to be a young woman as well. So I don't know if it's as, you know, you're right. The optics of it probably don't look good. It looks like the big bully is after the, you know, the, the, the young reporter. But I think in this case that, and then the sheriff had to, you know, kind of dial back. And then they put out another release that said due to the, uh, what was the word, the hysteria or the frenzy the, the frenzy. That's what yeah. it was, a frenzy due to the frenzy. Uh, let me make it clear. I'm, we're not investigating an LA times reporter. Well, you know, I, I understand that. And I've been the subject of, of one of these investigations. It's not, it's like, it's, 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 I wear it with a badge of honor. So it's not really that big of a deal. <laughs> Seriously, it's not. It's, um, and she, you know, you've got to remember this reporter also has the power of a, a very, very talented legal team that works for the Times. And in that, you know, and the attorney, they're frothing at the mouth. They can't wait to start sending out letters. And that's the first thing they did yesterday send a letter to the sheriff. Uh, kind of t telling him, listen, you know, that was a, a veiled threat. We're not going to stand for it. And then, I, again, it followed up by this new, uh, very young, hopeful, optimistic group of media coalition that also sent their uh, denouncing letter, too. So. Yeah, the uh, the official statement went on to say this was the one he issued last night. The sheriff did. We have no interest in pursuing, nor are we pursuing, criminal charges against any reporters. Steve, thank you. Oh, you bet. Bye, guys. All right, Bye, coming Steve. up next...
Time to turn off the water, people. Water restrictions. Your plants are all going to die. Garyan. Just get used to it. Yeah, just know it now. Yeah. It's going to be Say goodbye. A, a, Say your goodbyes. It's going to be a long, hot, brown summer. Well, we saw yesterday Southern California officials took the step of declaring a water shortage emergency and ordering outdoor usage be restricted to just one day a week. It's like water. It is like water. Um, the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California that will apply to areas that depend on water from the state water project, which has obviously been seeing mega drought conditions. This um, is a mega drought. Yes, it is. The MWD's board has never before taken a step like this. This resolution adopted by the Water Wholesale brings the first widespread water restrictions imposed in SoCal because of what we have seen in terms of our mega drought. It's not good. Dams, global warming, push endangered California salmon to the brink. Um, and that's just part of it because the state's major reservoirs are at low levels. And they said the Metropolitan Water District has been left without enough water in parts here in SoCal. I'm just worried how this is going to affect my home life. Um, I'm sorry? Well, you know, I'm married to somebody who is addicted to watering plants. He loves to plant plants whether it's herbs or peppers or tomatoes or strawberries well, it's time or to flowers. Some, uh, some drought-resistant fruits and veggies, isn't you it? You can't there really a eat a cactus. Sure you can. I mean, you can, but it's a little bit more problematic. But, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do every day. He waters all the time, loves taking care of the plants, and now just one day a week? I don't even know what kind of person he's going to be. Is it too late to get a new hobby? I mean, is it too late for him to maybe uh, introduce him to Wordle or Quartle? He has been introduced to Wordle. Or the Quirtle. new one, Octortle. Have you heard of um, Waffle? No. Waffle's like a crossword Wordle. Oh, no. <laughs> the water level at Mono Lake has fallen to a key threshold. Uh, areas that depend heavily or entirely on the state water project include northwestern L.A. and Ventura counties, parts of the San Gabriel Valley, parts of the Inland Empire. They said that the imports from the state water project and the Colorado River serving 26 public water agencies around six counties supply 19 million people. That's about half of our state's population. So, don't we haven't we been talking about this since I don't know how long have I been doing this about 20 years I feel like every year we talk about the fact that we don't have enough water mm. and what are we going to do about that in the future and then I nothing, have an idea yeah I have an idea okay we should build a train that would allow us to carry water from one part of the state to the other big water big heavy ocean water Water. Yeah. Big water. Big water on a big, fast train. I love trains. <laughs> trains are huge. The big daddy is downtown. Um, Gavin Newsom last year called for us to reduce water use by 15%. We are nowhere near that. No. No, because until you put teeth in it, people are going to ignore you. There are people who say things like, well, you got to take it from the farmers before you take it from us. Well, here's the thing. You take it from the farmers, you're not going to eat. If, if yeah. food prices are going up as quickly as we have seen recently, you start taking water away from uh, from farmers, and you're going to see nuts costing 20 bucks a bag. Nuts are already very costly. Trust me, I know. Pistachios? Newsom, Almonds? Uh, last month, Newsom ordered uh, urban water suppliers to implement more aggressive conservation measures requiring the act 
requiring them to activate level two of their state local drought contingency plans to prepare for shortages. Also, the state water board is considering a ban on watering non-functional grass at businesses and other properties. That, I think, is one of the things that we should have implemented a long time ago. If you live in a neighborhood where the right-of-way or the, the hills next to the sidewalks are being overwatered to where you're – I mean the water's flowing onto the sidewalks. Let's begin with that Yes. before you take away my lawn. Now, I'm not saying I'm opposed to it, and I would follow the rules if they're implemented. I'm not even sure this is going to apply to me, but I will follow the rules if, if they're imposed because I understand the purpose of them, but – it feels like there's a million gallons a day that I witness just on a Same. regular day. Right, like on the side of the freeway or or what have you. And, and watering waste. at smarter times. Why, why would you water in July at 4 p.m.? The majority of that water coming out of that sprinkler head is going to evaporate before it even hits whatever plant it is that you're supposed to be watering. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense, Matt. But we will uh, we will definitely bring you um, you know any updates that we have to uh, to the plans for more imposition of water restrictions. I mean, it'll come. It'll it'll be. And it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Coming up next, a clinical and forensic psychologist who evaluated Amber Heard has some fascinating findings. We'll tell you how crazy she is when we come back. Uh, do we need this? She pooped on the guy's bed. Right. That seems to be. We don't need science. We've got the poop. <laughs> Gary and Shannon will continue in just a moment. Um, well, this this trial about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard, his uh, former wife, for $50 million for a defamation lawsuit. It's taking place in Virginia. That's where the computer servers are for the Washington Post. She had written an op-ed in the Post about being a victim of domestic violence. Well, she was married to him. Previous to that, although she doesn't name him in the trial, that's kind of the way that uh, he is claiming everybody believes that it was him because of her op-ed piece. And they have described in what I think Johnny Depp was doing four days of testimony. Odd, awkward, weird. These people are nutballs. On my side of the bed was human fecal matter. Yes. It just seems like, and you've probably known somebody in one of these relationships, is two toxic people feeding off each other's crazy and then sprinkle in a bunch of drugs and alcohol, and you can imagine just when what went on behind closed doors. And money. I mean, they're, they're flying around in private jets with uh, barf and blow. It's just, it's an, it's an insane lifestyle that that we have been given a, a glimpse into now and he's high on that airplane moaning rocking back and forth <laughs> well a clinical and forensic pa uh, psychologist who evaluated amber heard has testified that the actress showed signs of borderline and histrionic personality disorders but not ptsd this was odd the doctor doctor's name is dr shannon curry apparently Dr. Curry was invited over to Johnny Depp's home where she was served dinner and drinks and interviewed by Depp's legal team that lasted three to four hours and that this interview took place before before her final evaluation about Amber Heard. How much is she getting paid to testify? A lot. A boatload. What's funny is I can't find that in any of these articles about her testimony, because, but they do almost Always, when you get a professional witness on the stand, 
that's one of the questions that they'll ask you right off the bat. How, how much, much are you, you paid to be here? Yeah. And it's you know it's usually fifty thousand dollars can be. You know? And that doesn't necessarily mean that the doctor or the forensic pathologist or whoever it is that's being paid to testify. It doesn't mean that they're uh, wrong or that they're lying, but it does add just enough uh, salt of doubt into their testimony that it could be a, a big issue. So Dr. Shannon Curry reviewed all the case documents as part of her evaluation of Amber Heard, as well as Heard's medical records, including for mental health treatment, audio, video recordings she went through, photos, multiple witness statements. She met with Amber Heard on two separate dates for about 12 hours of total FaceTime. Wow. And that the results of that evaluation supported those two diagnoses that you said, borderline personality disorder and histrionic personality disorder, but said that she saw no evidence of PTSD in the evaluation. Now, she said just because somebody doesn't have PTSD doesn't mean they weren't harmed psychologically by whatever is being alleged. Because in this case, um, in that op-ed piece, Amber Heard said that she was psychologically harmed and suffered PTSD because of the abuse that she said occurred because of Mr. Depp. Mayo Clinic defines borderline personality disorder as a mental health disorder that impacts the way you think and feel about yourself and others, causes problems functioning in everyday life, self-image issues, difficulty managing emotions and behavior, a pattern of unstable relationships. You have an intense fear of abandonment or instability. You have difficulty tolerating being alone, inappropriate anger, impulsiveness, frequent mood swings may push others away, even though you want to have loving and lasting relationships. Now, the the alternate of that, the histrionic personality disorder is a condition characterized by dramatic, overly emotional or unpredictable thinking or behavior. In the testimony, this Dr. Curry said that those with that condition can tend to take on a victim or even a princess role with false stories. It can manifest in constantly seeking attention, being excessively emotional, dramatic, sexually provocative to gain attention, speaking dramatically with strong opinions but few facts or details to back them up. Man, I So feel... a talk show host, huh? <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like I could... Uh... Fit some people into those uh, into those holes into those holes uh, during cross examination. An attorney for Amber Heard was asking this doctor about whether she was board certified. Doctor Curry said she is not. Ah, she was asked about having drinks and dinner at Depp's home, like you said. She said the meeting was between herself and the legal team, but not Johnny Depp himself. She also said it wasn't her job to evaluate Johnny Depp in this case. Um. Di- this is one of those odd and incredible things to continue to watch, but it goes on every day, doesn't it? I mean, there are thousands of court cases that occur in this country every single day that we don't get to watch or we don't want to watch because we don't know the names of the people involved. It has very little impact, if any, on us individually, uh, but that this is a... Uh, just sort of uh, pulling back the curtain into a, a, a relationship that we don't want to have anything to do with anymore. We're, we're done with these people. We're sick. And Johnny Depp is never going to work, uh, at least never to the level that he did before. And Amber Heard is, um, she's, uh, she's just as much a weirdo as he is. Yeah, but isn't Hollywood littered with people like this? Like, this isn't, it's crazy to you and I sitting here reading through this. But I think this probably is a lot more prevalent, this kind of crazy, extravagant, 
I feel like this was much more prevalent 30 years ago. Yeah, that's probably true. Or I should say up until about 30 years ago. It's that when you get this crazy, you're you're told. I mean, remember, their careers both started when they were relatively young. I mean, not child actors, but when Johnny Depp was on 21 Jump Street, he was a, he was a heartthrob. He was the guy that was on the cover of magazines. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> The Tiger Beat magazines that I have stacked up in my room still, most of them are Johnny Depp. Do you have the the posters that they would put in the center still on your wall? Like a poster? I didn't remember. Like New Kids on the Block and Tiger Beat had centerfold? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. No, I don't don't have any centerfold. All right. Coming up next, bad balls. We got some bad balls to tell you about. All different types of balls in all sorts of places that are... Oh, um, sticky balls are the worst. yeah. Yeah, Amy. And that's part of the problem, actually. Gary and Shannon will continue in just a moment. It's time for Dodger Baseball. It's time for for Dodger Baseball. This afternoon, the Dodgers take on the Diamondbacks in Arizona. First pitch, 1240. Listen to every Dodgers game in HD on the free iHeartRadio app. Keyword AM570 LA Sports. It is Chevy Truck Month, and Chevy offers a full lineup of trucks and accessories to help make it your own. Visit SoCalChevy.com. You stink, and I don't like you! It's time for a hot sports text. Touchdown. Three-point shot. Home run. Hat trick. Something from golf. Uppercut. All gas, no brakes. It's time for Gary and Shannon's Hot Sports Takes. Well, you saw it in all the headlines this morning. The balls are bad. Uh Uh-oh. Well, listen, Major League Baseball has always had a hard time trying to figure out how are they going to supply how how many, couple, few thousand baseballs for the baseball season and try to make them all absolutely uniform. Well, five batters got hit by pitches last night with the Mets. Who did they play? The St. Louis? Was it the Phillies? I don't know. Anyway, uh, three Mets, two of uh, whoever else they played, got hit. And uh, one of the pitchers for the Mets, Chris Bassett, has implored the league to step up and fix a problem. He says the MLB has a very big problem with the baseballs. They are bad. They played the Cardinals. Everyone knows it. He says every pitcher in the league knows it. MLB doesn't give a damn about it. They don't care. We've told them our problems with these balls, and they don't care. Here's what he said. I'm hitting the face. I don't ever want to do that to anybody ever. But uh, the MLB has a very big problem with the baseballs. They're bad. Everyone knows it. Every pitcher in the league knows it. They're bad. They don't care. The MLB doesn't give a damn about it. They don't care. Um, we've told them our problems with them. They don't care. What are the problems with them? What's different about them? They're all different. The, f- the first inning, they're, they're, they're decent. The third inning, they're bad. The fourth inning, they're okay. The fifth inning, they're bad. Um, then we have different climates. Every, everything's, everything's different. There's no, no, there's no common ground with the balls. There's nothing, nothing the same. Outing to outing, they're bad. All right, now I part of this is doesn't make sense to me, and I'm oh, not. Oh, sticky balls are the worst. Yes, she's going to kill you. Um, the problem I have with this is, well, I, I don't know. These guys have been playing with baseballs for what, 25 years of their lives, in some cases more than that. 
And they understand the difference between good baseballs and bad baseballs, right? I mean, if you're a, I don't know, if you're a wine connoisseur, you know what you like in wine and you don't like in wine, especially the longer you uh, partake in it. Thank you for tailoring that analogy for me specifically. Well, it wasn't that. It's just that that there's a... For a lot of people, I think there's probably just a, a roll of the eyes like, oh, come on, a baseball's a baseball. But these guys are the – you would have to trust these guys. This is their profession. This is what they work with. This is the tool that they use every single day. You'd think that this would be something the players' union would take up to make them, them you know, uniform across the league. Uh, it looks like MLB last year outlawed, outlawed the use of sticky substances by pitchers because of a fear they distracted from offense. Uh, Mets catcher James McCann suggests there is a middle ground that can be reached. He said it's 2022. There's enough technology out there to figure out the baseballs. We want to talk about juiced balls, dead balls, slick balls, sticky balls. I mean, it's 2022. We should have an answer. Now, Mets batters have been hit by 18 pitches this season, which leads the MLB. Uh, Pete Alonso got drilled in the helmet last night, which was a, which was an absolute nightmare. Sometimes it's intentional, but a lot of times it's not. Well, and I'm curious as to what the what Chris Bassett, he was the pitcher that we played the soundbite from. What, what's his idea to fix this? Is it um, that you then allow pitchers to use the sticky substances once again? Is that the plan? I think so. So at least they have more control. control. But at the same time, he even referenced some baseballs are good, some baseballs right. are bad. You have sticky substances in the second inning, but you don't need it in the fourth inning. Or... Did the balls used to be good and they just switched up companies where they're getting their balls? One of the issues is that they've been storing them in humidors. Now, they used to do that in Colorado all the time simply because of the elevation there at Coors Field where the Colorado Rockies play. And they have apparently instituted that around the league not necessarily because they're changing anything. They just want there to be some uh, normalcy between all of the uh, all of the different because a game in Florida, for example, you know, in Miami is going to be a whole lot different than a game in Seattle, especially depending on the weather conditions. And they want to have some sort of uniformity between the balls that are being used in each of these different parks. So I, I don't know how I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, but you're right that the, the players union hasn't yet done something about this uh, or that it wasn't involved in the latest collective bargaining agreement yeah. or that you don't have a group of players slash pitchers, uh, the ones who are uh, using the balls every single day to take part in some sort of a plan to figure out how to bring about that uni uni Formity? Yeah, if it's that big of a problem, you'd think it would be on the priority list during negotiations. Hey, Gary, did you ever deal with uh, bad balls during fantasy camp or sticky balls? Probably, but again, we're if I'm playing baseball like that, so rarely, I'm not going to know the difference. Your, between... your ball palette is not pristine. My 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 fingers don't know which balls are sticky and which ones right. aren't. Did you come across any juiced balls? Probably not. What about dead balls? Well, every one I hit was a dead ball. Slick except, balls? Except for my one triple. Oh, the lot of slick ones, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we will talk trending. We'll put the ball talk away. We'll toss it off to Petros and Money. They can uh, pick it back up. <laughs> one more for Amy, though. She's... Oh, sticky balls are the worst. Yeah. She's going to kill you. So. Have you ever seen Amy King mad? No, but I think I could take her. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's not a good thing.
<laughs> trending stories in our Bad Queens hooker story when we come back. Hmm. Gary and Shannon will continue right after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.